Uh, hi, I'm Braden. And I'm Casey. Uh, and this is our CRP where we are focusing on trauma and how it uh, affects students in the classroom. Um, this all began during my field experience. Uh, we were having a discussion with the teacher we were placed with. Um, about a certain student in the classroom who on a particular day was really excelling. We were talking about imperialism in China and he really was uh, engaged in the topic and sharing different uh, facts that he knew. And we were surprised because often he wasn't at school and when he was, he was not very engaged. And our teacher told us that it was mostly because of his home life and how that was affecting him. It was keeping him from school and keeping him from being focused in school. And it really concerned our teacher because it was a student with so much potential, but his motivation for schooling was being taken away um, because of his life at home. And, uh, and it would continue to affect him for not just the rest of that year, but as he went forward with his education. Um, so what was keeping him engaged in the class if you felt like he was losing uh, motivation? Uh, it was the content, his interest in that particular content that day is what really set him apart from all the other experiences we had with him. He just really liked that topic, um, especially, and knew a lot about it, and that's what made him more um, excited to participate that day. Um, so, do you think there's any way that we could have gotten him to be like more engaged? Uh, or more than he already was. Um, if he was such a smart kid uh, and he just, you know, and the system was just failing him, uh, what do you think we could do to help him? I think it begins with the teacher in the classroom. Um, there's actually an article. It's called How Teachers Help Students Who've Survived Trauma by Jessica Lee. And she describes different methods that teachers can use to help students who've experienced at-home trauma and um, how to keep them more engaged and make them feel more comfortable in the classroom. And she recommends uh, creating real relationships with students so they feel comfortable, making sure to listen to them, especially when they are excited about certain topics, and just to create more like routine in the classroom. So you talked about this student um, who had all the potential in the world, but uh, your teacher was saying that he was getting affiliated maybe with things outside of school, um, traumatic events that were holding him. But what were, what was the rest of your class like? What were your students like in your classroom? Um, the students varied greatly within just one setting. There are many students who cared about the topics and their education and were just really into the work. And then there were others who were often disruptive, they didn't care, they didn't want to participate, they just couldn't wait to leave, honestly. Yeah, no, I feel that same thing. I was in a, um, a math classroom at the Hamilton Freshman Campus, and I was actually with the um, lowest performing students in the whole school. Uh, some of these students hadn't passed you know, classes since the third grade, um, others were only showing up a couple times a week uh, just so their parents could collect welfare. Uh, I, I don't know, I really relate to that, like students really just lacking motivation and just not really caring. Uh, but I think that circles back to 
home life and traumatic events. Do you think it's the the parents' lack of interest in their education that creates their lack of interest in their own education? Yeah, definitely. I honestly think, I guess, I suppose that parents are probably just going through rough times themselves, probably maybe are wrapped up with like substances um, or maybe working, you know, 60, 70 hour weeks so they can afford their homes. Um, I don't know. Those are super wide range of uh, why parents, I guess, would just not care about their student's education or their child's education. Was there anything specific during your time in fields that uh, you saw relating to childhood trauma and how it was affecting your students? Yeah, actually, um, during field, I was doing some research for the parent communication plans. And while having this conversation, my teacher told me that he was on the phone with a parent. Um, I think he was calling about some behavior issues with the student, I can't really remember. But during the conversation, the parent offered uh, my host teacher drugs over the phone. And it like blew me away, I was baffled. Um, I would have never thought something like that would ever come up in real life. Uh, it was just wild that So after he told me that story, it just got me thinking, you know, how could a student come into the classroom and care about school when their parents are at home abusing substances? You know what I mean? That's no type of environment for you to, you know, want to grow up to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's been research done that uh, children who grow up in homes where parents are abusing drugs and alcohol, they're more likely to fall into the same patterns, especially if they do go into secondary education and abuse drugs and alcohol on their own and just, like, forget about their education. Yeah. Um, and, too, that's got me thinking of, like, you know, how long-term coping with trauma, like, can affect students um, to where students probably have, you know, that have traumatic experiences, that have these, like, drug abuse um, homes, you know, they have these strong defenses when they go into school. They really have their guards up at uh, all time. And it's hard to find people trustworthy when you feel like that. And um, as a teacher, you kind of need to be, you know, a trustworthy person in their life. You need to be trusted. You need to be somebody that they can look up to and seek, you know, guidance for. And um, with these kids that have um, traumatic lives, they don't see their parents like that. So you're kind of the only person in their life that they could, you know, lean on. Mm -hmm. um, do you have anything to add to that? I was just thinking of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it's like one of the stages is just basic safety. And if you mm -hmm. never cross that stage, you can never get hired to actual like, learning. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's what you want to do as a teacher. You want to build that environment of safety that, you know, that a student can come in and, and feel calm and feel safe and uh, just build a, a good learning environment, one that they probably don't have at home. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Um, thanks for listening.